They were the young and beautiful actors that ruled the mid-noughties on one tree hill. But the calamitous end to Sophia Bush and Chad Michael Murray's marriage would have people asking questions for years to come. Welcome to Scandal from Shameless Podcast, the stories of the biggest celebrity controversies revisited. Hello, hello. Hi. I've got to say, if there was one Scandal series I was built for, it was this one. You were a massive One Tree Hill fan back in the day. Huge. The biggest. Big shout out to one of my oldest and best friends, Emily McBain, who introduced me to One Tree Hill (laughs) when we were in year seven. And our entire friendship from the next three years was just exclusively bonding over this show. How interesting. I don't know if this is a flawed theory from me, but I do kind of believe you were either an OC stan or a One Tree Hill stan. And I think I fell in the OC basket. My friends and I in year seven and year six loved the OC. But I loved the OC as well. I'm so sorry <sighs> I think about I, your theory. I think I'm finding excuses as to why I wasn't that into One Tree Hill. I watched one season and it was just so American. It's so <laughs> American. Maybe that's why I loved it. I was obsessed with this show. So I have always been pushing us to do something <laughs> on One Tree Hill, particularly around the marriage of Sophia Bush and Chad Michael Murray. Now, One thing I kind of want to put on the record and chat to you about quickly before we jump in, though, is we do want to acknowledge the allegations that have come to light in recent years about the show's creator and showrunner, Mark Schwarnmisch. Yeah, Mark was called out for sexual assault and harassment on the set of One Tree Hill in 2017. That was via an open letter signed by 18 women who had worked on the show either in cast or crew. We have made the decision to focus solely on Chad Michael Murray and Sophia Bush's relationship in this episode, but we did not want any listener to think we were ignoring the fact that One Tree Hill now has a very complicated legacy. For sure. And I think it's really important that people are thinking about that context with regards to the story we're about to tell. Like Mm. if that's sitting in the back of your mind, then I think some of the stories will take on a new light. Same with some of the quotes. Yeah. Now, there is some incredible reporting on that story about Mark Schwann in Variety. We are going to link some of those pieces in the show notes. So if you really want to deep dive that, if you want to know more, it's going to be in our show notes for you. Yeah. Now let's talk about Sophia and Chad before we dive into their specific story. Because right? it feels very much like Sophia has emerged as some kind of legend in the celebrity landscape recently. Yes. Like She's not, I wouldn't call her an AA lister per se, but she's definitely crafted this very savvy, likable, smart, charismatic persona for herself. Would you agree with that? The people who love Sophia Bush love her hard. I would say like she she's given some really good podcast interviews. She says what's on her mind. She comes across as pretty trustworthy. Yeah. And she's also quite political, which I think people respect. Today, though, we're going to go all the way back. Right. We're going to (laughs) focus on the early days of her career, the early days of Chad Michael Murray's career and how these two were married for a very short time. There is so much juice for us to get through. If you love gossip, This is the episode for you. (laughs) Let's rewind all the way back to 1981. All right, guys. Chad Michael Murray was born in Buffalo, New York in 1981. His father, Rex, was an air traffic controller. And Chad lived predominantly throughout his childhood with his dad and his five siblings. Yeah, now Chad's mum left the family when he was 10 years old. After his mum left, Rex became a single parent and Chad recalled of this time to Seventeen magazine years later. I idolised my father. He stepped up and said, you know what, I'll take care of what I need to do. I've got responsibilities in life. He took care of all five of us and raised us well. He would be so tired and he would help us study to make sure we got the grades we wanted. He was never hard on us. Single parent to six kids. I cannot. I know that Chad was 10 when his mum left and maybe he had some older siblings as well, but being responsible for six children. It's so much. It's so much. Chad's family did not have a lot of money when he was growing up either. He attended public school where he was a keen American football player until about the age of 15 when he was severely injured and spent the next four months in and out of hospital recovering from his injuries. He didn't really take an interest in the entertainment industry and acting until 
until his final year of high school. By this point in the timeline, it's 1999. He actually won a scholarship to attend a modeling convention in Orlando, Florida, where he was encouraged to then spend a week in Los Angeles to kind of see what happened yeah so he booked that trip to LA right and everything just seemed to fall right into place during the trip he started working with a modeling and acting manager he began to plan then his permanent move from Buffalo to LA as soon as he was finished with high school it's pretty amazing it's also not that surprising because Chad Michael Murray you say his name and his face is like iconic he has quite an electric energy to him I think before landing his first acting gig he did modeling for Gucci Tommy Hilfiger and Sketches. I love that we put Gucci and Sketches in the same. <laughs> hey, high and low, baby. <laughs> then an 18-year-old Chad landed his first ever acting gig as a private school menace named Tristan DeGray in the first season of Gilmore Girls. Now, this was a pretty big job for a first-time actor. To be fair, though, season one he was on, nobody had any idea that this show would go on to become one of the most iconic from this time. Of all time, yeah. I think you would say. <laughs> Gilmore Girls premiered in 2000 and was, of course, a massive hit. It hit nearly 4 million viewers on average per episode. But Chad's character, Tristan, was only on the show for the first season. So by 2001, he was looking for his next role. Now, over the course of the next two years, he booked some minor TV roles on Undressed, Diagnosis Murder, and another teen drama, a little-known teen drama, called Dawson's Creek. <laughs> but... His career was about to take off in a pretty major way with one film alongside Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis. (laughs) I remember this. It was 2003 and a 22-year-old Chad Michael Murray appeared as Jake, Lindsay Lohan's love interest in Freaky Friday. Now, Freaky Friday, as we know, was a complete hit. It grossed over $110 million at the box office in the US alone. And it cemented Chad's status as an up-and-coming teen heartthrob. Absolutely it did. I loved that movie so much. I was so in much. love with him. Entertainment Weekly wrote at the time, we are reliably informed that the chiseled Murray, who also played a musician in Freaky Friday, is totally hot. <laughs> it's so <laughs> of the time, isn't it? Now, in 2003, Chad Michael Murray was cast as a high schooler named Lucas Scott in the brand new team drama One Tree Hill. For those who haven't seen One Tree Hill, basically it's set in a small American town and focuses on Lucas and his half-brother Nathan. Now, Nathan is played by the actor James Lafferty. It's all about their highs and lows in life as high school athletes, their relationships, their drama. It's giving the OC, but like small town. Yeah, it's got a big small town vibe. There's a couple of sort of year 10 marriages. <laughs> Everyone gets married at like 16 years old. It's so good. Now, I, it seemed like everything was leading towards this role for Chad. In fact, he was the first person that was actually cast for the show and felt that he shared many traits in common with Lucas, often saying in press interviews that both he and Lucas were bookish observers. <laughs> now... I find this quite funny. Anyone who's seen the show will know that Lucas was quite an earnest, slightly wankery character. So for Chad to say, yeah, I'm the same, like super bookish. (laughs) I'm so intelligent. Yeah, it feels like a kind of flex. Yeah. Now, what did the critics say about One Tree Hill? Well, as far as teen dramas went... It was probably one of the most beloved, even from the first season. In October 2003, the critic Alinda Wheat wrote for Entertainment Weekly, One Tree Hill lies somewhere near Dawson's Creek, but in a zip code with exceedingly lower SAT scores. (laughs) That is so brutal. So you can imagine our chagrin when we found ourselves watching it religiously. That feels like a massive backhander. That's like saying it's Dawson's Creek for dummies. (laughs) (laughs) And I never watched Dawson's Creek, really. (laughs) So I feel slightly attacked by that. Also reviewing the first season at the time, a writer called Matt Zola Seitz wrote, One Tree Hill is a welcome surprise, an unabashed melodrama that doesn't wink at the audience but doesn't take itself too seriously either. Every choice it makes, from pacing to photography to music, seems just about right and the casting is insane. 
inspired. I think the casting was incredibly strong and that's one of the reasons it really took off. Now, while much of the show's focus was on the relationship between half-brothers Lucas and Nathan, like any good team drama, it also focused on the love lives of their friendship group and the countless awkward love triangles they found themselves in. Yeah, which means we must introduce one of Chad's co-stars on One Tree Hill, She is a person who will become extremely important over the course of this episode. Zara Sophia Bush was born in Pasadena, California in 1982. Yeah, so she was just a year younger than Chad. We don't know that much about Sophia's childhood, but we do know that she was an only child and her mum ran a photography studio while her dad worked in advertising. So pretty creative background. After graduating high school in 2000, she actually originally studied journalism, which I think fans of Sophia will not be surprised to hear, Mm. and theatre as well at the University of Southern California for a couple of years when she actually then at 20 booked her first major film role in the comedy National Lampoon's Van Wilder and decided to quit college and pursue a career in acting. Yeah, in early 2003, a then 21-year-old Sophia was cast as Brooke Davis, the school's popular cheerleader who was neglected by her parents and went to school with Lucas and Nathan. Who also started a fashion (laughs) business at like 17 (laughs) years old as well. Sorry, no spoilers, obviously. giving neighbors as well i remember in neighbors they'd be like 16 years old running like a multi-million dollar honestly a billionaire (laughs) now naturally brooke and lucas's storylines became entangled throughout the show as brooke lucas and fellow high schooler peyton sawyer got caught in a love triangle that goes on for a lot of seasons peyton sawyer's hair was so good she was my favorite character now there was romance blossoming off screen too though mish yes according to us weekly chad michael murray and sophia bush started dating pretty much as soon as they met each other for the first time on one tree hills set in wilmington north carolina so this kind of takes us to early 2003 It seems as though the pair were already a couple before the show premiered. So, like, things moved fast. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking about their relationship on The Late Late Show in 2004, Sophia said, We hit our relationship on set for about a month, and when we finally opened up about it, everybody was like, yeah, no kidding. Now, during this interview, Sophia also said that she and Chad at this point were living together and that he had gifted her a vintage Mustang for her 22nd birthday. (laughs) That's not bad. Chad also spoke about his relationship with Sophia. Here's a snippet of what he told MTV. She's my cool breeze. She's wonderful. She's kind. She's intelligent. And she makes me happy. (laughs) She's my cool breeze. I actually reckon I need to use that again. (laughs) She's my cool breeze. (laughs) Now, in a retrospective on Chad and Sophia's relationship for InStyle magazine, writer Isabel Jones explained why their relationship meant a lot to young people at the time. She wrote, if you were a teen or tween in the early 2000s and Team Brooke, of course, the union of Bush and Murray, also known as One Tree Hills, Brooke and Lucas, was everything. Love is real. TV is real. It was a fever dream that felt designed specifically for the mid-puberty set. <laughs> Zara McDonald. <laughs> oh, I'm constantly attacked here. Now, this brings us to May 2004. The couple have been dating for about a year and Chad decided it was time to propose. This is quick. I mean, they're pretty young. They've only been together just over a year and he's he's ready to go. Yeah, absolutely. Now, we actually know a lot about this proposal <laughs> because it was filmed for MTV at the time. <laughs> like the whole lead up, the behind the scenes, him trying to buy little candles for the occasion, it's all there on MTV. <laughs> I actually have to be super transparent with the listeners. I can't work out why for the life of me this was on mtv i actually cannot make sense of it obviously we're able to find all these scrappy clips over on the internet on youtube but i can't work out what the thought process was behind why they had the whole lead up of the engagement with chad michael murray on mtv well chad is so bookish maybe it's beyond our comprehension yeah. why he's gone for mtv now here's a clip of chad preparing to propose on that mtv special I had to go and hunt down uh, about 500 candles, which no store anywhere has 500 candles. Nobody. Nobody's got it. You know what, dude? You only do this once. I'm going to do this right. Screw the fact that it costs money. She's worth it. Now let's see if we find something that's more economical. 
So what you should know around this time is that season one of One Tree Hill had pretty much just finished airing and Chad was actually in Queensland (laughs) filming the horror movie House of Wax. Now, as a quick aside, House of Wax was a remake of the 1953 film of the same name and it actually starred Chad alongside Paris Hilton in her first major film role. The film was shot within a couple of months between May and July in 2004. Yeah, Sophia was visiting her boyfriend Chad in Australia while he was shooting and he figured that her visiting him was the perfect time to pop the question. Also, as part of this MTV segment, he even goes to Pack Fair to meet <laughs> it's Australian It's such a jump fans. scare for me when I was watching this. And he goes to Pack Fair and meets Australian <laughs> fans. And I felt like, this is home. It's as Australian as you can get. Now, in the footage for MTV, Chad also calls his dad to ask for advice and for his thoughts on the proposal. According to Chad... His dad was a little sceptical about the whole thing. He explained it to the cameras by saying, we don't get married in our family. It's an unsaid thing. We don't. My brother's been with his girlfriend for nine years. It's just that we don't usually get married. I'm just the fucked up one. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. He's so bookish and fucked up. Yeah, that is so fucked up to propose. (laughs) You must be so fucked up to be married. You're engaged. We're both fucked up, baby. Yeah, I know. Now, he went on to explain the ring he purchased for the proposal, which was a pink Argyle diamond ring with a platinum band. He also noted that the diamonds were sourced in Australia. He said, it's kind of nice and suiting that I'm going to ask her here in Australia. Very nice. In terms of the actual proposal, Chad adorned his rented apartment with 500 candles and 20 bouquets of roses. He spelled out I love you in Christmas lights on the apartment building's tennis court so that Sophia could see it from the apartment. Speaking to MTV, Chad explained, the proposal was probably the most nerve-wracking thing I've ever done in my life. Now, it's so interesting because this MTV footage, and honestly, I would recommend after you guys have listened to this episode, going back to watch it. Don't watch it on YouTube. I'll put it on our TikTok account. Yeah, yeah, we'll put it on TikTok. Actually, that's actually a good idea. <laughs> he, he's he got this real sense of bravado and confidence to him, but the whole decision feels relatively hasty. Whether yeah. or not it is or not is a completely different kettle of fish. But when you're watching this, he just feels like the ultimate 22-year-old guy who's very famous, has a lot of confidence, and is just going to make these big decisions quite quickly. It's watching a young guy full of adrenaline. And the fact that his own father says on the phone, I don't love this. <laughs> like, how much thought could have been put into it? I don't think that was a plant. I think that was the first time his dad was learning. He was yeah, probably. Propose. Now, Sophia said yes. I wish we had the footage of it, but we know she said yes. <laughs> they got engaged and planned a wedding. Yes, they planned a wedding. As for the wedding, they tied the knot in April 2005. By this point in the timeline, Chad is 23, Sophia is 22, and season two of One Tree Hill is airing on television. Now, Chad had also starred actually simultaneously in another massive cultural moment for people our age. He starred as the teenage heartthrob in a Cinderella story, Zara, which was a monumental box office hit for teens around the world. Mammoth. Chad Michael Murray was in his it era here, right? Hilary Duff, Lindsay Lohan. It was like the, he was part of the movies to be a part of. He was also part of One Tree Hill, marrying Sophia Bush, his co-star. Like it was all happening and people were very interested in what he was doing. People Magazine reported on Chad and Sophia's wedding at the time. Wedding bells rang for One Tree Hill stars, Chad Michael Murray and Sophia Bush in Santa Monica on Saturday. Borscht, 22, wore a Vera Wang gown and Murray, 23, donned a custom-made Ralph Lauren tuxedo. The couple celebrated their nuptials with a reception at the Oceanfront Hotel Casa del Mar. Yeah, despite One Tree Hill being one of the biggest TV shows at the time, this wedding really didn't draw much media attention. Like, uh, it's hard for us to tell, right? Because it's like, I imagine this probably was covered in print tabloids at the time as they were massive in 2005. Mm. But a lot of that maybe just hasn't been transferred online. Yeah, but then again, I'm thinking back to our our Leighton Hewitt series. Yeah, true. And that that stuff was all transferred, unless Australia is just ahead of the game when it comes to (laughs) Well, I can't imagine that being the case. But yeah, I was surprised how little detail online there was about this wedding. Now, unfortunately, Chad and Sophia's marital bliss would not last very long at all. But we're going to get to that after the break. 
Okay, guys. We're in September 2005, just five months after Sophia and Chad's wedding and Zara, they're getting separated. Yeah. Now, news broke that they had mysteriously separated in People magazine. An anonymous friend of Sophia's told the magazine at the time, Sophia went into the marriage believing in the sanctity of marriage and Chad simply did not share that vision. (laughs) Now, according to Us Weekly, Sophia said at the time, this is a difficult and unfortunate situation. I am glad this is being resolved sooner rather than later. For his part, Chad said, I am saddened to announce that Sophia and I are separating. This is a very difficult time for me. (laughs) This is a very difficult time for me. For me. Interesting. What do you make of Sophia's quote specifically? Resolved. Well, these quotes are absolutely giving, he fucked me over. And he is very self-centered. It's a difficult time for me. Like he's trying yeah. to convince everybody they should be sad for him. She's just being very straight about this and saying, this is basically a business transaction now. Yeah. I need it tied up. I'm being pragmatic. Yeah. I've been screwed over. I'm out. And I want to be out as soon as possible. And even if we didn't have the rumors that came later, which we're about to get to, I think you could still deduce that from those two quotes. It feels mm. quite obvious to me what they were trying to say. Now, you're probably wondering as you're listening, well, what was the rumour mill saying in the month that they split? And what's really interesting is not much came out at the time that they had separated, but the tabloids had been talking in the months earlier. It's just that nobody took any notice until after they'd split. Yeah, I think because the publications who were reporting on these rumours aren't all that trustworthy. It was like Star Magazine was leading the forefront of these whispers and I think no one really looks at Star Magazine and thinks that's legit. No, but now once they've split, people go back and say, well, there was that rumour back in May, a month after they married. A month after they married. Yeah, so what was the rumour? Well, in May 2005... A month after they were married, as we said, and four months before they broke up, Star Magazine reported that just weeks before his wedding, Chad had been spotted making out with an unidentified blonde in New York City. Around this time as well, Gorka also reported on a New York Post blind item that many people thought was referring to Chad. The Gorka piece read, The blind item was about a newly married actor with a lovely actress wife who got down and dirty with a hard-partying starlet who many know intimately. Hmm, a hard-partying starlet who many know intimately. A reminder, it was the mid-noughties and there were probably not that many options as to who this could be in reference to. Many people draw a parallel between that description and the one and only Paris Hilton. Is that a slut-shamey blind item or are they inferring that many know her intimately because she's famous? No, or knowing the mid-noughties, it's referring to the sex tape. The slut-shamey, yeah. Now, at the time, we knew very little else other than the fact that these blind items had been circulating months before they split. Now, intrigue around the split only got stronger when five months after they announced they'd broken up in Feb 2006, Sophia Bush filed court documents requesting for the marriage to be annulled and cited fraud as the reason. All right, let's break this down a little. When you cite fraud as a reason for your marriage breakdown, it's often because you want to get your marriage annulled. Now, an annulled marriage essentially means that the marriage was never valid in the first place because of some form of defect. Fraud as a reason to seek annulment is pretty vague, but it essentially alludes to some form of misrepresentation by one party in the relationship. Yeah, it feels like quite dramatic wording, doesn't it? Yes. Now, as you can imagine, it's a pretty grey legal area, but basically by citing fraud and requesting that the marriage be annulled instead of seeking divorce, and I think that's a really important thing to note, she wasn't just seeking a divorce, she was seeking an annulment. I think it could be pretty fairly assumed that Sophia felt she'd been lied to by Chad prior to their marriage. That's what she's trying to communicate. In a way that completely misrepresented what the marriage meant. Yes, Yes. and what they had, perhaps. Yeah. Unfortunately for Sophia, that annulment request was denied, so the couple went through with divorce instead, which drew out this process for quite a lengthy period. Even still, the question lingered. Was there something to Sophia Bush's fraud claim in that original annulment filing? Zara, in a couple of months, we would find out a whole lot more. Yes, but before we get there, amongst all the craziness of this period, it's probably a good time to tell you that Chad Michael Murray actually managed to move on. Now, he moved on with an 18-year-old extra from One Tree Hill. Yep, 
Keep in mind, of course, they're all still working on set together. (laughs) In April 2006, so two months after Sophia filed for annulment, Chad got engaged (laughs) again to this extra whose name is Kenzie Dalton, who he had been dating for four months. Now, I know there's a lot of dates flying around and there's a lot of confusing elements. So let's be clear here. Sophia and Chad ended their marriage in September 2005. Three months later, 25-year-old Chad was dating Kenzie and by April he was engaged again. (laughs) I think it's worth noting here too that she was a high school senior at the time. She was so young. What is the rush? What is going on for Chad Michael Murray? You're going through a divorce. Popping rings left, right and centre. Also, Sophia and Chad had not finalised their divorce yet. So he's proposing marriage to somebody else when he actually can't legally get married wouldn't you just be seething if you're Sophia Bush and your literal still husband is engaged to someone else like six months after you break up also a a, exactly a year after you got married (laughs) it's so quick so let's go back to that fraud allegation from Sophia right in May 2006 while 24 year old Sophia and 25 year old Chad were still in the midst of divorce proceedings Backstreet Boys member Nick Carter called in to Ryan Seacrest's morning show on Kiss FM to spill some tea (laughs) about what might have gone down between Sophia and Chad. Now for context, why, you might be wondering, would Nick Carter phone into a radio station? And into the chat. It was because he was on a promotional run for his new reality show, House of Carters. So he was doing a lot of press at the time. He was trying to be everywhere. And I think that's why he had a vested interest in kind of involving himself in drama. Yeah, stirring some headlines, right? Now, in it feels like the most 2006 story ever. You guys are going to love this. <laughs> Nick Carter alleged that he had hooked up with Ashley Simpson to get revenge <laughs> on his ex-girlfriend, Paris Hilton. Now, for context, Ashley and Paris were close friends before this and sort of were consistently papped partying together. Yes. You might be asking yourself, with that in mind, why did he need to get revenge on Paris? <laughs> well... Nick Carter alleged that Paris had cheated on him with Chad Michael Murray while they were filming House of Wax here in Australia, as per TMZ at the time. When asked if Chad Michael Murray was together with his ex-wife, Sophia Bush, at the time, Nick promptly responded, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, House of Wax, of course, you'll remember, was the horror movie that Chad was shooting in Australia around the time he proposed and did that whole MTV (laughs) segment about how he was ready to spend his whole life with Sophia. Can I have a theory? Yeah. If this is true, which we don't know for sure. We just know what Nick Carter said. We just know the the whispers, the rumours, the quotes from Nick Carter. If it's true, could this be guilt in Chad Michael Murray to go, oops, did an oopsie with Paris? I'm going to propose. I feel like sometimes when people cheat on their partner, they just have this motivation to then have this grand big show of commitment to make up for it or ease themselves, absolve themselves of guilt. I think that's probably exactly what's happened if this rumour is true. Mm. Because I think as we spoke about with that video, the whole thing does feel spectacularly quick. Mm. And I think it makes sense. Two weeks after Nick Carter called into Ryan Seacrest's show, He also appeared on the Tyra show with his little brother, the late Aaron Carter. Now, they were obviously really doing the circuit to promote this show, the PR circuit. And once again, the topic of Paris Hilton and Chad Michael Murray hooking up came up. The interview is pretty strange and also interesting and funny. Now, Aaron Carter reiterated his brother's claims that Paris and Chad slept together on the set of House of Wax. Now... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, this story just gets more outrageous. The reason that Aaron Carter said that he knew this is because he went on a date with Paris Hilton after his brother had broken up with her. So (laughs) what are these people doing? He was said that he went on this date not to go on a date with Paris Hilton, but like a fact-finding mission. (laughs) He wanted to find out if she'd really cheated. Aaron says that Paris confirmed to him on this date that she'd slept with Chad Michael Murray while they were filming House of Wax. Yes. Here is a snippet of this exchange. So Paris took you out on a date after you and Paris broke up. Mm. Yeah, but I had to find out some information. I had to be a little sneaky. What did you find out? Uh, I I just found out that she wasn't being a good girlfriend to Nick. He told me later on that he found out who she had cheated on me with because she didn't say it was with anybody. Who was this with? Well, I don't want to 
uh, Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> so, he's, he's on the House of Wax movie. On that movie. So I, I, see, I'm being a good brother finding out for him. I, I, look, Aaron Carter did a great job. If he went on this date purely to get the tea, he got the tea and did a great job. But why would Paris Hilton spill the beans this <laughs> readily <laughs> to the brother? Also, why is she agreeing to go on a date with the brother of your ex? Like, there are so many holes in this story, and I want to put that on the record. <laughs> but it's also just so wild that this was all part of the public narrative like it was all so public (laughs) now if you thought that nick carter was done talking about this he wasn't in october of the same year he once again brought up the cheating rumors this time with tabloid page six according to mtv news he told the publication exactly what went down he said i'd fallen head over heels with this chick then all of a sudden three months go by and i got people telling me nick you know what paris is doing to you and i got a little upset so then i just decided to fight back a little bit and started doing my own thing again the result is i hooked up with ashley simpson (laughs) when paris came back from australia they talked to each other and she found out about it so i brought it up to her and i said you know what i did and now it's your turn why don't you tell me what you did and she goes i never did anything i never cheated on you (laughs) what like what so nick decided i'm not going to break up with paris i'm going to sleep with her friend and i hadn't even got confirmation that she was cheating on me i'm just going to preemptively do it For the record as well, he says that Paris came back and said, I never did it. And I do wonder, like, as funny and outrageous as this is, for a guy to be constantly talking about his ex like this. Creepy. Weird. Kind of weird, like a little bit obsessive at this point. Like it's telling the story. There's telling the story once and spilling Mm. the tea. And there's doing the publicity rounds talking about your ex Paris Hilton when you know that Paris Hilton is being talked about like this all the time. Like the currency for the conversation is high. Yeah. He's clearly struggling with a very small, very fractured male ego. Correct. Like he can't deal with this idea of the, dare I say, more generally desirable Chad Michael Murray being chosen over him by the woman that he thinks is his. Yeah. So to recap, Nick Carter reiterated this story at least three separate times that we know of. However, Chad, Sophia and Paris all stayed silent on the rumours at the time. Now, we kind of touched on this earlier, right? But you've probably realised throughout all of this that Chad and Sophia, of course, had to continue working together on One Tree Hill despite their divorce and despite... Chad just randomly proposing to an extra on the set. (laughs) And they had to just get on with the job, right? Yeah, of course it's never easy to work with your ex. I can only imagine this would have been extremely difficult, particularly when you then have to act out a relationship and a love triangle with your ex-husband on the show. Like, you still have to kiss him. It's so weird. It's so weird. That's exactly what Sophia and Chad had to do, though. In the years after they split, Chad spoke very briefly about how he was making it work on the set. He said, Sophia and I are both professional and mature enough to get through it, and now it's just easy. We're just friends. Very easy for you. I don't think it was easy for... I I think that is, like... Complete spin. First of all, you're so right. Easy. If anything was easy, it's easy for him. He's the one who cheated and now allegedly. has his, allegedly and now has his 18 year old fiance walking yeah. around on set. If you've moved on, it's it is easier. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, Sophia did not comment on their relationship at the time, from what we can find, but she has shed more light on this time in her life more recently, Zara. Yeah, in an interview that she did with Dax Shepard on Armchair Expert recently Sophia really criticized the way that One Tree Hill producers treated her and Chad after the divorce labeling them really deeply inappropriate she said there was no space to self-reflect they ran like tv ads about it it was really ugly they made practice of taking advantage of people's personal lives not just for me and my ex for other actors on the show who would share as you do and you get close to people deeply personal things that are happening in their lives would wind up in storylines it was not okay so reading between the lines there 
things would happen like i don't know whatever's going on in your personal life as an actor you confide in the producers and the writers on the show and, it and they then with... mirror that in the actual storyline so fucked up so weird her quotes continued it was opportunistic and ugly when you're on a show you're like a parent you're supposed to protect your flock and it was the opposite of that and i imagine that was hard for him as well you know it was a very ugly situation on their part i think they kind of lived for the drama I mean, as I said at the top of this episode, when you start to hear quotes like that in the context of what we know about the show's Mm. showrunner and creator, it takes quite a dark turn, Mm. doesn't it? Now, in 2007, Sophia kind of commented on the whole Chad Paris Nick situation, (laughs) kind of. So in May 2007, TMZ ran a story titled Sophia Bush laughs at Hilton's hardship. In this story, which includes an accompanying paparazzi video, TMZ reported, TMZ spotted the raspy-voiced One Tree Hill starlet last night outside the Avalon, where Bush could do nothing but laughed when asked if she thinks Miss Hilton deserves to go to jail. One of her girlfriends even shouted, she does, as the rest of the group just kept giggling. Here is a snippet of that so you can get the tone. Do you think Paris Hilton deserves to go to jail? Yes, she does! And, and do you think 45 days is a little harsh, though? Yikes. Okay, so the piece went on. Gossip spread that Bush's ex-husband, co-star Chad Michael Murray, hooked up with Paris Hilton during the filming of House of Wax, something Hilton's ex-boyfriend Nick Carter confirmed on Kiss FM. Bush, attempting to be the better person in the situation, tried to shut her buddies up last night, telling them, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Or call TMZ. So to make it clear... Sophia's quote ended at don't say anything at all. TMZ then add in the three words or call TMZ. I don't get it. Is that them? I'm trying to work it out. Is that them outing her as calling the paparazzo to plant this story? Yeah, but you, it's one thing to call the paparazzi, right? It's another to feed what the paparazzi are going to ask you. That just doesn't happen. Yeah, I actually think this was shitty from TMZ. Yeah. I think they were just being tongue in cheek. To be like, all call us and we'll do it for you. But I don't actually think Sophia Bush set this up at all. I don't know. But I also don't think it's relevant. What is relevant is her friends did giggle and yell that. She didn't say anything. But to me, I do think if you can deduce anything from this video, it's probably that at the very least, Sophia's friends seem to think that Chad Black or Mary cheated on her with Paris Hilton, right? Yes. Yes. I agree with that. Meanwhile, on set... We're assuming things were increasingly awkward between Chad and his ex-wife, Zara, because Chad's on-screen brother, played by James Lafferty, started dating Sophia Bush. Yes, exactly right. So in April 2008, Sophia and James Lafferty were seen at One Oak in New York City. He had his hand on her thigh. And by May, just Jared published pap pics of them at LAX airport together, speculating that these two were a couple. Mm. By August, gossip blogger Lenny Gossip wrote that Sophia and James had been spotted on a date together at a local tapas bar. Yeah, this relationship was confirmed quite bizarrely by Chad Michael Murray. (laughs) Now, in an interview with a local news station in October 2008, the journalist kind of probed Chad on whether he had managed to rebuild a friendship with Sophia, given their divorce and given how closely they were working together. To that question, Chad replied with this, Oh yeah, we're both professional enough and mature enough to get through it. And now it's easy. She's got James... And James and I are friends. The journalist then said, your family, to which Chad responded, yeah, it's just a tight little group. How random. Now, we don't have a heap to go off when it came to what Sophia and James's relationship looked like. What we do know is that when James was doing promo for the DVD release of One Tree Hill <laughs> in April 2009, he told the media he was single. Yes. Which sort of brings us to Sophia's on-again, off-again relationship with another One Tree Hill co-star, Austin Nichols, my favourite <laughs> ever. He played Julian Baker. 
long-term fans of the show will know Julian was the best. Did he end up with Sophia, Sophia's character Brooke on the show? Yes, exactly. Okay, okay. According to Just Jared, these two were on again and off again for years. They were actually first connected in 2006. This was never properly confirmed. By August 2009, they were being photographed together again. Yes, sorry for competing timelines, but if Sophia was connected to Austin Nichols in 2006 originally, that is pretty quickly post-divorce from Chad Michael Murray. Yes. And of course, before she was connected to James Lafferty. Yes. Okay. Then in May 2010, Sophia Bush confirmed that in fact, she had been romantically involved with Austin Nichols for years and that Austin actually only accepted a gig to be on One Tree Hill in the year 2008 to be closer to her so that they wouldn't have to do long distance. According to Glamour, she said this, We've been dating off and on for the past four years. I was pretty terrified. We had so many years of history prior to him coming to work on the show. And I think someone taking a job and moving their life across the country to show you how much they care is pretty much the most romantic gesture that a person could make. So coming to work every day in the late noughties was very complicated for Sophia Bush. She had her ex-husband that she was working with, her ex-husband's new fiancé, her ex-boyfriend, James Lafferty, and her current boyfriend, Austin Nichols. Yeah. And also, she broke up with Austin Nichols at one point and dated James Lafferty. Well, that's what the reporting was saying at the time, for sure. I don't think anyone will be surprised to learn that the media at this point did take a keen interest in Sophia's dating life in the 2000s. Years later, she kind of reflected on this time on the Inside of You podcast, and she said, when you spend 100 hours a week on set and you don't even get home for eight hours to sleep, like, yeah, I'm not surprised that every 20 year old on a set has dated every other 20 year old on a set i mean there were so many young people Mm. on this set hot young people Mm. with similar interests it's pretty natural that it happens i also wanted to include a quote of hers from a piece she wrote in cosmo years later and i want you to tell me who you think this quote is about okay please give it to me After the split with Chad, I had a guy friend who was truly supportive and encouraged me to examine all aspects of my reality. He sent me great books on love and recommended a meditation teacher. After a year and our mutual friends always asking why we weren't dating, we realized they were onto something. Ever heard the phrase, it's a reason, a season or a lifetime? Well, this particular relationship was just a season, but still it was life-shaping. It was truly my space to heal. And I was able to process all that had happened and find a deeper understanding of love i it's got to be james lafferty it's got because austin nichols would not be described as a season they were on and off for literal years we're about to tell you yeah Yeah. it went on for years after we've even touched upon so far so james lafferty she was only with for maybe six to twelve months and it was around that sort of 2008 timeline so it Mm. makes sense that it was sort of a year or two of her talking to him about heartbreak. This makes it even more complicated, though, that if they were super close and he was sending her all these things on love before they got together and she had just been with Austin Nichols, like, the, it's just, there's layers to this. They are, there are layers to it, but I also really loved that section. I think it's, like, a very beautiful way yes. to look at both friendship that becomes love that is not toxic when it ends you're just very thankful that it happened yeah i really love that too we're going to check back in with sophia bush and austin nichols in a little bit but first we need to take a slight step back while a lot of stuff was happening in sophia bush's love life in the middle of 2009 chad michael murray was making a huge decision for his career zara Yes, he actually ended up leaving One Tree Hill in 2009 after appearing in six seasons and his departure from the show certainly incited its fair share of controversy. The news actually broke (laughs) after a random person filmed Chad talking to some fans and telling them that he wasn't coming back. Yeah, this is so weird. Here's how E! News reported it at the time. Score another one for citizen journalism. (laughs) YouTube is in the Carolinas caught One Tree Hill star Chad Michael Murray telling fans some shocking tidbits about his future on CW's hit drama, including, gasp, I won't be back. In the video, he said, they don't want me. I'm not joking. <laughs> They're not bringing me back next year because they want to save money. 
Like completely weird move. Yeah. Why are you telling fans this when fans have a phone in your face filming you? Because of fragile ma- male, male ego. ego. Maybe this is what we need. We can't even title this something Fragile creative. male ego. No one will know what we're talking about. <laughs> but lots of fragile male egos here. Now back to Chad and Sophia though. They didn't say much about their split at the time, Zara. However, over the years, a little more has made its way into the ether. In 2014, Sophia appeared on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen and had this to say when she was asked if she still kept in touch with Chad. She said, oh, I'm not going to talk about him. I'm not allowed to because I've tried to poke fun at being a dumb kid. And whenever I've done that, it gets twisted into I'm talking shit about somebody who I don't even know anymore, who's clearly a grown up. I think you have to like laugh at who you used to be. But when people ask me about history that involves someone else, it's not worth my time. It's not a place where I harbor ill will or anything. I was a very naive 21 year old kid and that's all there is to it. When asked if it was difficult to continue acting opposite Chad after their split, she said, at the end of the day, we're grown-ups. And I actually think what's interesting about it is that when people split in a way that's unpleasant, they usually just go on quite literally hating each other. Or the person in my situation hates the other person. Whatever. (laughs) But when you have to work with somebody for another half a decade, you kind of have to deal with it. Because for me, at the end of the day, my job is my priority. And so I think at the end of it, it really let me just let go of it. Hmm. A few years later, she actually appeared again on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen and discussed a little more of the fallout from her failed marriage that played out in front of the whole world. Yeah. During this appearance, she actually admitted that getting married to Chad, and I quote, was not a thing I actually really wanted to do, but you know... It's cool. Okay. As per Us magazine, when Cohen pressed the actress about why she would agree to marry Chad Michael Murray if she didn't want to, she replied, because how do you let everybody down? And how do you, what's the fight? And when you have bosses telling you that you're the only person who gets a person to work on time and 200 people either get to see their kids at night or they don't because our days start on time. That is a it's clunky a har- quote. It's Yeah, it's hard when you're sort of when someone's talking off the cuff and that quote is written down. I think what we can deduce from that quote at this stage is that she was alleging that Chad was pretty unprofessional. And she felt responsible for to him. him. And then responsible for all the cast and crew who were would have to work longer days if people didn't show up on time and if she didn't sort of keep their ducks in a row. That's what I deduce from that. I get where she's going. When she says, I didn't want to do it, I had all these people kind of waiting on him to get to work on time. I'm not quite making the link between that and choosing to walk down the aisle to him. I kind of do in that. These are just like two quotes from a whole conversation, Mm. right? So I don't think she was creating a direct link to say, I was getting him to work on time, therefore we got married. Mm. I think she was just saying there was just generally a lot of pressure on the relationship from a lot of external forces, which does make sense to me. She went on, life is always loaded. What the public knows is the tip of the iceberg. My co-star Hilary Burton and I used to laugh and we were like, if we had a behind the scenes show, the drama would be so much fucking better than the drama the writers would write. That's so good. Chad's representatives actually had something to say in response to this particular Watch What Happens Live interview. At the time, they released this statement to Us Weekly. This story is ludicrous. Chad conducts himself in a completely professional manner and would never marry for any reason but love. 13 years since his divorce from Sophia, he has a very happy family life with his wife and children. He has completely moved on and does not feel the need to engage in this type of behavior. That is blunt. This type of behavior. I don't know, maybe because I'll always be team Sophia. I'm like, she's allowed to talk about this. It was years ago. Yeah, 100%. Maybe maybe I'm biased. I don't know. I can also see why he would be really affronted by this because I understand like there's the personal relationship stuff, the potential infidelity. But if your ex a decade after you were together is getting on a show and implying that you're actually really unprofessional and you wouldn't have been at the job unless they were taking you there... I would be extremely offended if an ex said that about me in such a public arena in a damaging way for someone's career. What if it was true? I don't think it matters. I actually don't. I don't think it matters. I'm team Sophia till I die. But I think in this instance, I'm not surprised. And I think Chad was valid in feeling 
I like, agree fully with done that, by. Yeah. for sure. So that brings us to where these two are now. Sophia and Austin Nichols actually split for good in 2012. She got married in May 2020 to her husband, a businessman named Grant Hughes. I don't know if you know much about how uh, these two got together, but it was... <laughs> I love that you know this. You're going to tell me. It was during lockdown and they were working on some sort of not-for-profit, very charitable project, and they were doing Zoom coffees about it, and then they fell in love. Ah, so they fell in love over Zoom. They fell in love over Zoom, started dating in May 2020, and now they're married. Interesting. Let's check in on her career too. She, of course, played Brooke on One Tree Hill until its final season in 2012. I can't believe it went on that long. It's crazy. Did you watch it to the very end? I think I did. (laughs) That's so long. I know. If you would ask me, when did One Tree Hill finish? I would have said 2007. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Five years earlier. After that, she had featured roles in Law and Order, Chicago PD, and Jane the Virgin. She also features in a podcast called Drama Queens alongside her former One Tree Hill co stars, Hilary Burton and Bethany Joy Lenz, where the trio recap the series and discuss their experiences filming the show. I'm surprised you haven't brought that to Shameless. I have listened to it. <laughs> now, Chad Michael Murray. Split with that One Tree Hill extra, Kenzie Dalton, in 2013. They had a seven-year-long engagement but never made it down the aisle. He married actress Sarah Roma in 2015 and had a son with her that same year and then a daughter in 2017. Yeah, he's also had a pretty successful acting career. Throughout the years, he's featured in the Marvel series, Agent Carter. He's also featured in Riverdale and starred as Ted Bundy in Ted Bundy, American Boogeyman in 2021. Yeah, he's also currently starring as Kel Jones in the new Canadian drama series, Sullivan's Crossing. In 2022, Chad maintained that the One Tree Hill cast is family. He said, we grew up together in a lot of ways. And so you'll enter a room like this and I could see Joy, Hillary or anyone across the room. And it's like family. You can grab onto each other and feel a little bit safe because it's your crew. Look, I like the quote. I do think it's important to note no mention of Sophia. (laughs) You could see Joy, Hillary or anyone. (laughs) Fabulous. What a story. Look. Feels like a pretty tough environment that they were in at 21 and 22 when all of this went down. It sounded like a pretty tough show to work on for that long. And a pretty tough lifestyle to try and juggle a relationship with or any kind of commitment with. Crazy to look back on. That is all we've got time for. A massive thank you, as always, to our researcher, Eilish Gilligan. Guys, as we said, if you want to watch that MTV snippet, we'll have it up on TikTok. (laughs) We'll also have a bunch of nostalgic photos and videos on Instagram. Thank you for encouraging me to do this one. I don't think I'll go binge One Tree Hill, but I am very invested in this story. Yeah, me too. All right, see you on Monday. Shameless Media. This podcast was recorded on Wurundjeri land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land.